Thank you for tuning in to the Hope Community Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the Beautiful Gospel Series. Over the last few episodes, we've been looking at human history and how we pres- how we perceive the state of mankind from that point. If we started depravity at man's total lostness, we find humanity lost, broken, and totally unable to have any sort of relationship with a God who is somewhere lost in space. If we start with Genesis 1 and 2, we begin to see humanity as images of God, his children, that he actually loves us, and that the fall, and I, I want to throw out a concept here, uh, can we can we stop calling it the fall and start calling it a wounding, maybe, or, or a uh, hurting, that it's in this place that uh, we're wounded, and uh, there was never a point when the Father stopped loving us, stopped chasing after us to heal us. He's never stopped. All throughout the Old Testament, we see that. It's man who's the one bringing the separation. So let's quit looking at, looking at it as a fall and start seeing it as a wounding, and that the Father's looking to heal us. Okay, And now we see that th- how through one man, woundedness began, and through another man, Jesus, healing became reality. And that... This second man is the elect. He's the elect, and he brings about the possibility for us to find our chosenness, our, us to find our election, okay? That it's available for all, not some, okay? On the last episode, we saw that his healing was not for some, but it was for everyone. And so today, we're going to be looking at grace, absolute grace, okay? So let's start off at the beginning again. Let's start off at the beginning of human history and, 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 and see the difference between these two perspectives, okay? If we start off with depravity, if we start off with total lostness, that leads us to a grace for only a few, uh, for only the chosen, and some might call this an irresistible grace, that his grace is irresistible to those few (laughs) that are going to find it, okay? Now, when you hear that phrase, you're like, well, that kind of sounds good because his grace, you know, when you encounter it, it's so good, you, you can't turn away from it. But the thought process for these ideas are that the chosen, the elect, are pursued by this irresistible grace until they give in. And the language used sends sounds more like a case for assault and battery because the father's going to come at you and come at you and come at you. And he's not going to stop until you give in. He's going to beat you over the head with grace. And he's only going after a few, not all. But um, the, the answer here is that um, the, the answer that that proposes is conformity and conformity does not equal relationship When you conform to someone, when you finally just give up and give in, that's not relationship. That's actually abuse. That's brainwashing. And this is where the beautiful gospel uh, differs, okay? God revealed through Jesus is uh, 
the the God that Jesus was that Jesus reveals is one of kenosis. It's it's one that uh, means there's a complete emptying. There's a complete uh, self giving of one to encounter another. Okay. In Philippians chapter 2, starting with verse 5, it says that uh, the way Jesus saw himself is the only valid way to see yourself. His being God's equal in form and likeness was official. His sonship did not steal the limelight from his father, neither did his humanity distract from the deity of God. His mission, however, was not to prove his deity, but to embrace our humanity. He emptied of his reputation as God, he fully embraced our physical human form, born in our resemblance. He identified himself as the servant of the human race. His love enslaved him to us. So we have the drama of the cross in context. The man Jesus Christ is fully God, becomes fully man to the extent of willingly dying humanity's death at the hands of his own creation. He embraced the curse and shame of the lowest kind in dying a criminal's death. I want you to look at this. His his grace and what he's trying to do is not chasing after a select few to awaken to awaken them. No, he gave all of himself and became human to connect with us and reveal who the Father really is. That is so awesome and absolute. The incarnation of Jesus reveals that God is always giving of himself for the sake of humanity. He's always involved in the act of kenosis. He's always involved in the act of giving. God is kinetic love. At the core, a giving, sacrificial love. That's what agape actually is. So Jesus is actually revealing God's nature at the cross, his self-giving or his self-donation. This love is its truest form, giving with wanting nothing in return. It's the, ex- it's the premier expression of who he actually is. Because God is, is such a... Kinetic in his love, in his very essence, he cannot violate uh, consent or free will. To do so, to to violate humanity's free will or consent or try to force someone to receive grace, that would completely violate this kinetic nature, his true nature. So an irresistible or a you-have-to-submit-to-this-grace is completely out of the question. But so is a grace that comes with conditions. God's grace is absolute. He is constantly giving himself to all creation with no limitations or strings attached. Check this out. Listen listen to Psalm, Psalm 130. It says, Lord, I cry out to you out of the depths of my despair. Hear my voice, O God. Answer this prayer and hear my plea for mercy. Lord, if you measured us and marked us with our sins, who would have their prayers answered? Right? That sounds humanity's constantly asking that question, but listen to the response. But your forgiving love is what makes you so wonderful. No wonder you are loved and worshiped. This is why I wait upon you, expecting your breakthrough, for your word brings me hope. 
I long for more than any watchman would long for the morning light. I will watch and wait for you, O God, throughout the night. O Israel, keep hoping, keep trusting, and keep waiting on the Lord, for he is tenderhearted and kind and forgiving. He has a thousand ways to set you free. He himself will redeem you. He will ransom you from the cruel slavery of your sins or the cruel slavery of you missing the mark. I believe it's the New Revised Standard says his tender love and mercy last forever. They don't quit. He's constantly giving. And our broken hum- human mind is constantly saying things like, Lord, if you measure this, if you mark this, there's no way you can listen to us. But in reality, the Father is saying, listen, I'm forgiving you. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing love. I'm bringing mercy. I have a thousand ways to set you free. I'm not holding anything back. That is the kinetic love of the Father. He loves us with an everlasting love and an unfailing love. That's Jeremiah 31.3. Even the language of Revelation 21 and 22, those chapters, points this to this picture of a father who is waiting for you to have a relationship with you forever. It's truly the parable of the dancing father and the prodigal son played out. Think about it. What, what hope begins to birth in your heart when you understand and get just how absolute the grace of the Father is and how His kinetic love, His sacrificial love is constantly reaching out to you. How much hope does that birth in your heart? We have this hope, having complete assurance that God, who is love, will exhaust the full power of His love to draw everyone to Himself. But He will never violate man's consent. He'll never violate His his free will. And that, folks, is true love. That is giving without expecting anything in return. And that is the picture and the model that Jesus expresses to us. He shows us that love of the Father and then turns around and tells us, hey, listen, you need to share with others this same love. You need to be kinetic in your love. You need to sacrificially give. You should love your neighbor as yourself. Right? We experience this love. We begin to understand through the Father how to love. We begin to love ourselves. And we in turn begin to love others with the same kinetic love. We should just give with expecting nothing in return. It's hard to do, yes, but that is the Father's love. That is what He is giving. And that's what Jesus is showing us through what He did on the cross. And then He tells us to go and do the same. So His grace. Is completely absolute. It's not diminished in any way. It is complete, total, perfect. That's the grace our God gives us. The superabundant, awesome, absolute grace. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com. Peruse some of the things that we got going on there. There's a blog, some more media. Um, there's a place to give if you would like to. Um, you can check out some other services that we have got. Um, but more importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a place where you can just 
write a question, shoot us an email, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram. Uh, you can connect to us, connect with us through those as well. But thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember that you are valuable beyond measure.